Here we go. Uh, I'm Matt Hudgens. He's Dave Mulvaney. This is Profitability MD. Dave, how are you today, buddy? I'm good, Matt. How are you doing? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Life is great. January 2nd, our first uh, first talk of the year. First talk of the year. So tell me, I was uh, looking, I guess it was New Year's Day. You wrote a good blog on New Year's resolutions. I did. And um, I would say that to be effective with time, I didn't actually write it on New Year's Day. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you pre-did it. Okay. Yeah. Those things, you know, you, uh, of course, we, we do teach um, uh, time, you know, controlling your time. So, uh, yeah, I had, I, I wrote that up a few days before so that I didn't do it on New Year's Day because I wanted to relax. But, yeah, actually, I think I did on New Year's Eve. And I think it was, um, well, not I think it was. I think there's a lot of people who get scared away from setting goals and setting resolutions because they get to a point where they never hit them right, anymore. Right. So, so why bother? And um, it's kind of why it's kind of really why I went down that road was I think it's critical for people to have goals, but I also think it's critical for them to hit their goals on a regular basis um, so the, really the blog post at davidmulvaney.com was really based in, okay, how, how can you hit your goals every year um, so that you're not afraid to set them? So before I go into that, why don't you give us a couple of pointers on what you think it takes to hit your goals? Because I know you're extremely goal-oriented. No, no, it's, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so I was Googling top 10 New Year's resolutions. So at Probably some of yours are going to be on here. Mine are definitely on here. Uh, number one is diet or eat healthier, exercise more, lose weight, save more, spend less, learn a new, new skill, quit smoking, uh, drink less alcohol. I mean, those are here, here are the top 10. You spend more time with family and friends. So I just thought that was funny. 71% of people diet or eat healthier is on their uh, New Year's resolution. But how – Okay, you said 71% of people die or eat healthier. Yeah. Um, yep. That's pretty nonspecific. I totally agree. You're exactly right. Exactly and uh, make more money. Very nonspecific. And that when I think when something is nonspecific, um, what ends up happening, you, well, if you're not specific, if you don't get down to what you really want, okay, I, um, I want to make more money. Why do you want to make more money? Uh, because um, I don't want to owe as much debt. Why do you not want to owe as much debt? Because I want to have uh, nice things. What are nice things? And you keep, you know, boiling it down. And finally, you get to this one point where it's really based in a couple of things, either status, which I didn't even talk about this in my blog post, but it boils down to when you get to the, I either want to do it for how I look toward others um, or how it's going to make me feel towards myself. I mean, those are really the internal reasons. So when you get right down to it, you know, what are nice things? Well, that's too nonspecific. And that's what I believe that that when you set goals, they have to be something that you can accomplish, meaning it can be accomplished in the, you know, in the time frame. And I, and I believe there are, I separate my goals from dreams. I call a dream something I can't really 
expect to accomplish this year. Doesn't mean that dreams don't come true. Walt Disney's living proof that dreams can come true, right? Right. But right. Um, so if something does come true that you you put outside of your annual goals, I call anything outside of the annual goals dreams. And the reason I call them dreams is because if I can't lay out a specific pattern to get it in a 12 month period of time, then I got to put it out there past that. And it might be, it might come back on the radar, you know, in the next 12 months. But so I call those dreams. Um, but step one, I think for people to be able to hit their goals every year, is it gotta be something that you can hit this year. Um, and then, so um, losing weight is something that, you know, you said that's the number one yeah. or get healthy. Well, neither one is specific. Well, last year I started January 1st of 2018. I was 251 pounds and I set a goal to be 190 pounds at the end of the year. And I ended up losing 45 pounds, but I even used, I use that as an example. Okay, well, because I got there, now all I had to do was move the date. So now the date is just going to be like in, in February of this year, you know, the end of February. So because I, I got so close to my goal, but the right, goal right. was very specific, lose 60 pounds in 12 months. Um, unfortunately, those holidays really hunt you a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, so now you're saying for 2019, you would have, let me just go ahead and lose those, whatever, last 15 pounds. Yeah. In the next two months. Correct. So it's just at that point, it's because it was an achievable goal, all right. I had to do is adjust the date. Right. And now I get to achieve a goal early first quarter of, of 2019 because I set an achievable goal for 2018. I just didn't push myself hard enough to get there. And I believe your goals, they have to make you stretch a little, right? I mean, you've right. got to be pushing for something, but it has to be achievable. I think that's step one. If, if you want to look at a five step, that's it. It has to be achievable. I like that. So, so I like what you're saying. So what you end up saying is set a goal that's achievable. So then it's the inevitability that it'll be achieved is just a matter of, of when, just a matter of time. Correct. And we're going to lose 60 pounds. It may not happen in six months. It might take a year. It might take 18 months, but it'll happen. Well, the other, the flip side of that is you should never set a goal that you don't have 100% of intention of getting it in the time frame that you set. So right. I really did set out to hit it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's setting yourself up to failure. If you say, well, if I hit it, you know, this year, <laughs> that's not really a goal again. No, no, so, I understand. I understand. Um, but I also believe the next step, and these are probably not necessarily in, in order, but the next step would be, you really have to have something you want to achieve. I mean, it has to be something you really want. You know, um, I was a smoker for many years, many years, and every year I'd say, ah, I want to quit smoking. But I didn't really want to quit smoking. Right. Um, um, what's that guy's name? Dennis Leary. Have you ever seen his stand-up comedy act? I've seen him, but I don't know what he's going to what you're going to tell me. Oh, he just he he talks about how much he loves smoking. He never wants to quit. It just it's a goofy skit, but it really does kind of it shows how a lot of smokers say they want to quit, but they really don't want to quit. Right. Um, they just don't like the association they feel from smoking, but they mm -hmm. like smoking. Right. So, right. um, because there are, uh, in order to remain a smoker, you, you have to find something positive in it. It can't just be the addiction of nicotine, but eventually I wanted to quit and I quit. And it was a one day event. Uh, but so I do believe you have to have something 
like really specific. And I used in, in the blog post, I used, okay, I, the specific thing would be, let's say you wanted a blue Corvette. I, I have no desire to have a blue Corvette. It wasn't just an example. And I, uh, like a Z06, uh, you know, like 19 or 2015 um, Z06, which is going to cost 65, 70 grand. And so that being, that's very specific. You know, you got a year, a model, a, a color and everything like that. And you know the price, but if you set that goal, and you have, and you make 1500 bucks a week and your, your spare income is $200 a week. That's not even possible. It's right, going to take right. 60 months. That moves it out to the dream thing. But if, if you make five or six or $7,000 a week and you have a couple thousand a week or even 1500 a week to spare, now you have something you can achieve. It's just going to take the discipline. If you really want that thing, now you, now you can get it, but you're probably going to have to sacrifice other things. Same thing. If you don't get it, now you're so close to it, you can just make some minor adjustments and get it the following year. So um, I do believe that anything in the goal range has to be achievable in a short period of time or else it moves, for me, it moves into dream category. Right. I like that. Well, what, what I got out of what you just said was you have to really want it. And, and almost, um, I think we talked about this. I can't remember if we talked about it offline or online was, was unacceptable. So, um, one of the guys that I, I follow is a guy named Sam Ovens. And he said, instead of thinking about goals and something you want to reach and it's way up here, because you're not going to beat yourself up over not achieving that goal. You're not going to beat yourself up. I didn't lose 60. Oh my gosh. You're going to say, Oh, I lost 45. <clears throat> but the opposite of that is kind of your minimum. So, uh, or you're unacceptable. So if your weight is okay, if you got down to, to 190, then it's going to be, gosh, it's awesome. Well, you might fall off the wagon and put, pounds back on until you get to a number like, oh my gosh, I'm back to 220. This is unacceptable. And then you'll start dieting again. And then you'll get to 190. And so it's kind of a modulation. <clears throat> so I like this. This is what I'm doing this year is kind of what I call raising my unacceptables, right? So, so if you want to say weight on my end, uh, you know, I'm, mine fluctuates 170 to 185. And it's like, so 185, I'm like, damn it, I got to get going and, and eat healthier and exercise every day. And at 170, 175, I'm like, hey, I'm doing all right. You know, then I kind of fall off the way. Then you get to 185, and I'm, hey, I got to get. So I'm trying to raise my unacceptable this year to say, all right, 177, 180 is when I'm going to start it, you know, get back on the wag. Yeah. Right. So I just thought that was an interesting twist. But that's kind of what you're saying. You have to want it. So you have to want it, has to be unacceptable to smoke. It has to be unacceptable to weigh more than 180. It has to be unacceptable to spend you know, the weekends working on your business, right? So yeah. it's just a different way of saying you have to want it. Yeah, I mean, that's a Dan Sullivan right there. If you say I'm, I'm taking Saturday and Sunday off, um, it's unacceptable to open your email. It's unacceptable. So that, you know, would, that's a free day, as Dan, as Dan would call it. But um, it's an unacceptable. And so I do set those kind of goals as well. Um, I set... When I set goals for the year, I used to set this long list and put a right. lot of stuff on it. Now the list is very condensed, very specific, um, and very achievable. Like I know mentally that 99%, you could, I mean, 99% sure that what I put on that list, I will be able to check off this year. Everything that I put on the list that I didn't check off, 
I didn't even want it by like February. I, I, I put like a, <laughs> I'm going to give you an example. Yeah. I, I said I wanted to buy a, um, a Prevo motorhome this year. Right. And I've always wanted one. But see, that was a dream. Right. I was on the list. But like I got to February and I'm like, even if I had one, I have no desire to go like spend a month on the road right now. I'm like in work mode, man. I don't want to. But, but that, I realized that was kind of a, that's a dream. Okay. Right, that's, right. that's later. And so that's what's changed this year from last year is that I put specific things, weight loss, exercise. I said, I'm going to exercise at least 250 days um, in 2018. Um, and I hit like 261 days. Um, so, which is just a little over five days a week. So, I mean, I, I literally, when I label certain things that they're, those, they're the unacceptable levels to go under. Right. And right. Um, I even, you know, I know you don't drink. I mean, I have a certain amount of days. I allow myself a year to drink. I hit, I was eight days better than my goal of that. And so <laughs> that's I, a pretty good one. Like it's just specific. Yeah. I like because that. I like to have a glass of wine or I like to have a, a beer, but if you let it, you can really, that can really affect your weight. It can really affect your health. And then so, those are the unacceptables. I like that. So that was the Sam Ovens thing, huh? The unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. Raise your unacceptables because we'll we'll work so much harder not to violate that. You'll work so much harder not to drink more than your number of days. You'll work yeah. then then achieving a goal like, hey, I'm okay if I don't get it. So he, well, you know, I mean, certain things are good in moderation. Yeah. Uh, so like in January, uh, I don't drink at all ever every January. Oh, but, okay. Uh, but then I do a 21 day fast. Um, and it's, uh, just, uh, fruit and vegetables. And I do that kind of to cleanse my body in January. So okay. we do this, my wife and I do this every year and it's kind of a, it's a tradition now. And, um, it's kind of, it would be an unacceptable if I snuck any sugar during that fast or uh, <laughs> I mean, just, it's right. just fruit and veggies. It's just something we do. And, and it's gotten to where, I'm like, why are we still doing this? <laughs> we do it every year, and it's it's something good. So, all right. So, give me number three. We said you got to have hit your uh, hit your goal this year. It's got to have uh, you got to want it. You got to want it. So, step one is uh, uh, setting a goal that can be accomplished. Step two is you really want it. Uh, step three is actually it's got to be achievable by the date you set. So, the date then is the really the third step. Is it okay. you got to you got to set a date and uh, whether it's November 30th or whether it's June 1st or whatever you set, you have to be able to do it by that. So it has to be achievable in the, in the 12-month period if you set a date. That, because a goal without a date is a dream. Um, so you got to have a date. Um, and you're going to shoot for that date. And you got to be able to back, you know, back it up with, hey, I can get this done by that period of time. Okay. And right. so if, you, if you have a date, then, and you have something you really want, and um, then the next step is to create a plan, a plan that, you know, that, you know, you got a, a plan of action that, okay, if for me to, or for you, you know, if you say, okay, um, I want to, let's say, well, you talked about your last house. It was almost paid off. You could, you could say, well, um, in... I'm going to pay that house off in this 12 months. And I mean, but instead you went and bought a mansion. I mean, some people, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm playing, but I mean, that being said, that's what some people do. They'll say, okay, I'm going to pay the house off this year. And that's going to cause me to stretch. But 
all I have to do is take 2000 a month this year and that house mortgage can be gone. You know, so if you, right. Right. so what is that going to take for 2000 a month? Well, it's $500 a week. If you get paid once a month or if you get paid every week, you're going to make a plan of action and then you got to follow the plan. I mean, that's, that's step four is, you know, create a plan of action and then follow that plan. That's pretty good. We're, it's funny you say that because uh, we talk about creating a plan of action and it's, and it's, I always say it's kind of in every situation you have kind of your current situation, where you are today and your desired outcome, where you want to be tomorrow. And so that could be the weight thing that could be paying off the house. That could be your business. And in between is, well, how do I get from where I am today to where I want to be by the end of the year? And that's the action plan. Yeah. Right. And, and I'll go back in there and say, well, not only is there an action plan, but we might need to adjust. We might need to adjust during the course of the year. So I'll add an extra step in there that says, all right, where am I today? Where do I want to be? Let's come up with a course of action, action plan and follow the plan. And then I would say, let's throw on there, uh, making adjustments if necessary. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a story about how, you know, I, I wrote this today on my blog post, January 2nd, and how to really be sure you hit your goals. Okay. And, um, uh, I talked about when I was 12 years old and I was a boy scout and I was on a, uh, on a, we went canoeing my father and I, and I'm, I come from Wisconsin. And so we went canoeing on the wolf river in the spring and in, in the spring in Wisconsin, normally with the wolf river, it's just kind of a lazy river, a lot of, you know, but, um, of course spring in Wisconsin is after the snow melts. So it was a heavy snow year and there was a lot of moving water on the wolf river that, in a lot of areas where we were coming down uh, the, the river, they made us get out because the rapids were so bad. They were like a category five in some areas. So, or whatever, I think they call them uh, um, level five. I, I don't know exactly when it comes to, but there was one area that it wasn't closed. And I kept asking my dad, even on the tough areas, he's like, we should get out. And I'm, you know, even if there wasn't a sign. And after a while I talked him into going down this one, one area and it was kind of a slope and the water is moving pretty good because it looked fun right so sure sure enough we were going along and we're doing well and then all of a sudden the back end of the canoe starts to come around and um at that point you have no control you're in a canoe you got rocks and anyway so needless to say we were tipped over and um what ended up happening is all of our stuff including my dad was down river and the canoe Basically, I stuck with the canoe, but then it flipped up like with with the the passenger area um, facing the rapids and pinned me against the rock. Now I'm only 12 years old. I'm 70 pounds, and um, it's really I can barely breathe. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna knock me out. Um, and I can kind of see my dad. He's about 100 yards down, and he's trying to get back upstream. And he knows if he doesn't, I'm in big trouble because this, I can't get this canoe off. It weighs too much. And I'm literally being crushed by the weight of the water that's being pushed against me. And my dad, it, it seemed like hours, but he, he eventually, he went against the current and got to me and got that canoe off me. And, um, and I think about that. I'm like, you know, when your goal means that much to you, 
that you can fight the obstacles, the currents, all the stuff that gets in your way. And that's what you were just talking about is the stuff that you have to readjust. He had to readjust everything. He was hundred yards. If I had gone down, let go of the canoe, I would have went down with him. It'd been no big deal. Failure was not an option for him. That was unacceptable. Exactly. And and so I I use that as an example of when, when your dreams and goals are that clear, then you'll get them every year When, when they're so completely unacceptable to not get them that that's when you get them every year that's so, when I like that. that wasn't that wasn't one of the steps but that's what came to mind today I don't know why it did but, <laughs> that's pretty um, good all right so do you want to share some of your goals what do you think goals that you have or goals that your clients might have what do you want to go you want to, well you? Uh, my step five would be don't oh. set too many goals man okay, that's that's, that's the long and short of it is don't set too many goals too many people set so many goals that how can you really really say you want a hundred things I like that. Not too I many. Use something, I use something, and I, I don't believe in time management. I believe in time control. And one of the things I use is something called big rocks. Okay. And um, if if you think of a sand, and you got a jar, you got some sand, and you got some big rocks. If you put the sand in the jar first, you'll never get the big rocks in. So the big rocks of life are are the things that you have to get done, the things that make you money, the things that you know that are um, that are part of being most productive. If you put the big rocks in the jar first, the sand will fit in around the rocks. So the sand is all that other crap, the minutia of the day. So that's why I believe you shouldn't set too many goals. So on a daily basis, I write down my three big ones, you know, my three big rocks. Sometimes it's four, but most of the time it's three, and I make sure that I get those done. It is... um, a methodology that I use and now have moved it into my goals because I don't want to have too many. So, I mean, my goals are simple. I'm going to, you know, get the weight off. Um, I I had a couple of monetary goals that I set for myself um, that, I mean, that again, set out an easy plan um, and um, exercise goals, quantity a day, um, X amount of days, that I allow myself to eat healthy X amount of days that I won't, you know, drink alcohol, won't eat sugar, all those things. So outside of that, that's the plan is, I mean, it's very short and sweet. Um, I don't typically put, I used to put like toys on my goals. I don't don't care about toys anymore. I mean, I, I do. I mean, we all want them, but when you hit your financial goals, you can buy the toys. So, right. Right. I like that. Those are pretty good. So how about you or some of your clients? Yeah. Yeah. So two of them, I'll share some of my stuff would be, uh, so I've got a weight goal. Literally I was talking about that, 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 that where I oscillate back and forth, but I was going to try to do the minimum thing. So I was going to do more like it's unacceptable to be above this weight. Um, I have exercise goals where I'm, uh, I'm kind of an all or nothing guy. I'm kind of obsessive compulsive that way. So mine is kind of 30 minutes of exercise a day. Um, eat healthy. Um, I haven't really figured that one out, but it's, but it's too general. You know, Tim, you're talking to you, it's eat healthier. Like this week, I'm not eating any sugar. Now we'll see where it goes from there. Um, you know, it's funny you say that. So I, uh, on the eat healthy part, yeah, I put um, eat a net calories of 1,750 calories a day. Okay, so that's pretty specific. So it's, yeah, so I'm very specific when I say eat healthy it means a net of 1750. So if I burn 500 calories while I work out, I, I get a little bonus. You know, I, I can actually consume more than 1750 because I have a net calories. 
and that's where you can get specific on. Um, and there's apps that you can get on a phone. Right, right, right. Some free ones. Um, I use a, I'm not promoting this app, but I use a little app called uh, Lose It. And yeah, that's what I have. That's what I have. Too. And, and I use it. I, I keep track of my weight. I keep track of my calories. And it's a good free app. Of course, every day they, they want you to upgrade they want it. To sell you something, yeah. Upgrade. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, oh, nothing wrong with it. You build a list and sell to the list. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's their model. So, uh, money goals. So, I kind of had some, uh, like what I call uh, for the business, I had some money goals and some activity goals. Like a lot of times I'll break them down into activity goals, which is we have the saying, which, which we, you and I heard from one of our other coaches called it's about progress, not perfection. So um, as long as I'm doing the right things, uh, I'm okay if I don't have it yet because I know I'm doing the right thing. So I'll have like progress goals and client service. I want to make sure I'm really servicing my existing clients really, really well. So I have what I call client service goals. That's amount of contact and proactively contacting them and proactively thinking of how I can help them and solve their problems. I've got activity for new business, which would be, you know, how many, uh, what activities am I doing to produce new business? So we can measure those, uh, which, so those are my kind of goals, but because it leads right into what I just had one of my coaching client meetings actually on December 31st. And it was, that's the conversation we had with him, which was setting the goals, which were, okay, we could have the monetary goal of making X amount of dollars in 2019. Or we, we, the discussion came into, you know, as long as you're doing the right things and you can see that you'll, Let's just make up numbers, right? My goal was to make, or his goal was to make $500,000, right? Well, if he didn't make $500,000 in 19, that would be okay as long as we had a system or a process built. Remember the five ways to grow a business, more leads, more um, conversions, more transactions, uh, higher prices, and profit. So if we had a system built where he was getting in front of enough prospects that even if he didn't make his monetary goal of 500,000 this year, but the machine was built that he's going to be on a run rate for 500,000, that would be just as satisfying as making 500. Sure. Does that make sense? So it's the, the process goal was let's put a process in place. So we have a system and process in place that you'll be on track to make that kind of money. I always say success is inevitable. It's, it's just a matter of time. And so, we, could, we probably won't be able to set up that process in January, but probably, like you said, very reasonable to have all the steps in place by the end of the year. Yeah, and if they're – I think different – like some of my clients, I advise them to, to eliminate debt. Um, so in many cases, you're, it's exactly what you're talking about. If, if they're on a uh, – um, and I uh, – use Michael, Mike McCallowitz's uh, thought process in his book, Profit First. Right. When you back. isolate your profits, right. um, sure, you're going to pay yourself quarterly, but I like to see like half of your payout go to debt elimination until it's gone because a business owner legitimately, they have something unique um, over people who go to, go to work every day for a living, but they both can do this. But um, once the debt is eliminated in a business, they can actually take and keep isolating profits until they build a big nest egg. And then they can start purchasing cash flowing assets, which include competitors. It includes real estate. I, I, I talked about how to go broke on billions. Did you see, I don't know if you saw that. 
blog post, but you know, here's Sears um, had some uh, $26 billion in sales. I can't remember the exact numbers and that's pretty bad. I just wrote a blog post a couple days ago, but um, they had 4 billion in profits. How do you go broke with 4 billion in profits? Well, they had so much debt. Right. If they right. had if they had a plan in place 30, 40, 50 years ago to eliminate debt and purchase cash flowing assets, they wouldn't be broke today. Sure, they might not be in the retail sales business, but they might be in the real estate business. I mean, look at McDonald's. McDonald's is in the real estate business. They're not in the hamburger business. It, you know, that because they were smart enough to purchase all the land that their stores are on. And then the, the owners have to rent their building and everything from the from corporate McDonald's. Exactly. And so um, that's the difference in the business model. And and Sears had the opportunity. Now I know they just had a buyout offer from the Kmart CEO or whatever, but it's only two billion dollar buyout offer, and they had a net profit of uh, you know of almost four billion dollars. That's a good <laughs> for him, especially if he in a chapter eleven if he can eliminate eliminated a lot of that debt. You know that's right. Exactly. Um, cash flow. So that's a good point. So you're saying if a goal oriented let's say a process oriented goal for a client of yours might be one, let's put in their profit first, which you and I both love profit first. And then what you're saying is you take that profit and take half of it and pay off your debt each quarter until the debt's eliminated. Yeah. I like the process. So you could say, even if we didn't pay off all your debt by the end of the year, we got a system in place, a process in place that we're taking a half of that profit distribution and paying off the debt. Correct. So then it's I just like a matter of time. I like to leave 25% in the in the kitty for right. emergencies right. just in case you're not supposed to ever touch it but you know emergencies do come up in business but that 75 percent of what's left i like to see 50 percent of that go to debt elimination 25 percent a quarter going to owners um and if there's one owner great if there's multiple owners they split that up but at least they're now sharing in profits um i like to see owners on a salary versus uh just on bonus because a salary allows them to pay income taxes throughout the year so they don't get in a bad situation at the end of the year. Um, and it also uh, makes it much, much easier to establish credit for getting mortgages and other things, especially if they need to, uh, um, you know, borrow money for the corporation, which um, I don't like seeing owners use their personal credit to borrow for the business. It's another, another podcast we can have <laughs> on that all together. But so um, yeah, eliminate those debts. I think that's a, any business owner, if they're going to be in business for five years, can get to a point in a five-year run where they have no debt. Any business owner. I don't care if they're, they're, they're so far behind the eight ball. Now, there comes a point of no return. As you know, I had one company that uh, went through a Chapter 11. It, it was a manufacturing company, and we were no longer um, manufacturing. I mean, we had $80,000 a month of overhead, and we we the market had tanked and there was a lot of things. And we, we, I mean, there was just no, we were in a downward spiral and there's no getting out. That can happen. Right, but, right. Um, and you know, that's, that's another story. But um, the, the fact of the matter is when things are good, you can eliminate debt. And, and once you're out of debt, then you'll never get in that downward spiral. Look, a business has even uh, Bezos says every business has a life. He, he, he hopes that his business, Amazon, will make it through his lifetime, but he knows every business has a lifespan. Uh, it doesn't mean that um, the owner won't walk out of out of it when all is said and done with a bunch of cash and be financially well off. Right, right. But the business 
every business has a has a life, and that's that's just a fact. That's interesting. All right, so we're kind of at our time. Let's uh, let's summarize. So you had a good blog post. They'll be able to find on your DaveMulvaney.com, and we said here are the five ways. Put a goal that you can uh, hit this year. You have to really want that goal. It has to be uh, achieved by a specific date. Got to have a specific date. And create a plan of action and follow the plan. And then your fifth one was don't set too many goals. That's it. And we were talking about um, process goals, about, hey, as long as you have process and steps in place, if you didn't accomplish it, uh, you can. it's just a matter of time, uh, when, not if. And then good luck with your stuff. We got your weights, your money goals, your exercise. I like number of days. I never thought about that. Exercise number of days per year, alcohol number of days per year. That's a really interesting thought. Like that's, I like that. I, like I said, I was doing exercise 30 minutes per day, eat healthier. I need to be specific. You got 1750 net calories. I like that. And well, we at least talking- allow you, it allows you to say, Matt, you know, you and your wife going to go on vacation. Like, you know, let's just say two or three weeks a year. Well, you could, I mean, well, that's, that's 21 days. If you go three weeks, that's 21 days. You give yourself a break. Now you're going to play golf. I understand that. But if you don't want to go down to the fitness center at the Marriott, you know, when you're on some nice Island, you don't have to, you got to give yourself the freedom, but that's why I like to count the days. I like that. I've never heard of that. I think that's pretty good. Um, some client goals we talked about monetary goals, but as long as you put a process in place, that's pretty good. And then you talked about the debt elimination. That's a great goal. Uh, as a business. All right. Tell us more where we can find you. Find, find me at davidmulvaney.com. I highly recommend watching out on my website. I'm launching a new product this week for free, the One Week Time Miracle. And it's a five steps to be more productive, get more done in less time, and make more money in the next seven days. I'm watching that this week. That's going to awesome. be Well, maybe let's do another podcast for that one. That would be a good one. We'll do that. All right. And me, I'm at 10xprofitblueprint.com, 10xprofitblueprint.com. All right, man. Uh, until next time. We're done.